can you hear me else yeah no I can't oh. it was echoing before I don't know why I couldn't even hear you you can hear me I, 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 yeah. literally, I was talking back to myself oh. alright let me just do my intro and then I will do it right? Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teddy Hoggle podcast. I am your boy, Teddy Hoggle, and today I am joined by Elbear. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I like that name. I'm going to call you Elbear, actually. <laughs> Say hello, Elf. Hi. People, so this is Elbear. Uh, quick disclaimer for everybody. The opinions and the thoughts are going into this podcast are my questions and my questions alone. So... We don't care about snowflakes, or I don't care about snowflakes, but the opinions and the thoughts going into this podcast are myself and Elbear. So, Ellie, how are you doing? Yeah, a little bit tired, long day at work, but, you know, just got to keep on moving. You have to keep moving, you have to. If you don't, then it's just pointless. You have to keep doing stuff every day. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you just, like, five, like, icebreaker questions just to get you, like... Like just saturated, basically, so you don't feel nervous or anything. So you ready? I'm prepared, yeah. Ready to go. Okay. If you get out of the shower... Yeah. Why does your towel get dirty? Uh, <laughs> because you're... Oh, is it really dirty? Is it just wet? Really? So you're, technically you're clean mm. because if you've had a proper shower, if you've scrubbed your body, you've scrubbed all that dead skin off, mm-hmm. you've freshened up. Mm. So really, technically, your towel should still be clean unless you haven't washed your skin properly or you missed a bit. Can I say to you that I dated someone years ago? Yeah. And I remembered I didn't date them for like a little while and then I went back. And I was like, there was this smell, and I was like, what's that smell? And all day I could smell it. Oh, and by this time, this person's a friend. So I'm walking around the house, I'm thinking, what that smell? And I smelt her towel. Oh, oh. it was the towels, Elbert. Yeah, but that might be because she doesn't air it out properly. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I wash my towels all the time because I love the smell of washing powder. But some people, they might dry themselves and then they don't dry their towel so the towel's sitting there it's fermenting it's it's getting that moldy smell where it's damp you know might just had bad that's true yeah but you can't you shouldn't really smell of bio when you come out this out right oh the towel's not bio yes then she won't wash her skin properly see there you go okay what came first the orange or the color I'm gonna say the orange. Why say that? Because what colours really a thing? Who? Huh? Well, no, don't get me wrong. I know colours are a thing, but who actually decided that? Oh, that's orange. That's magenta. That's teal. Do you know what I mean? Who who made that assumption? We could have been saying that the sky is blue, but really the sky is green the whole time. We just don't know. So do you know the sea is not blue? The sea is all different colours. No, the sea is clear. The sky is blue and it reflects off this uh, off the sky. Well, technically. What? Yes, but technically no. What, what do you mean? What happens when you've got green sea? There's no what, green sky. So what do you mean the green sea? Simple? What do you mean the green sea? What do you mean? Well, there's times when you go to the sea and it looks green. I think it's underneath. I think it's the sand. What, the yellow? The, oh, that makes sense. See? Yeah, every day's a school day, you know? I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, I heard, well, the best answer I've got is yeah. because the reason why I think it's orange, they named it orange, is because it looks like the sun. And, you know, when the sun comes up, the sun looks like an orange. And I think that's what they named it from. Yeah, but, but who might... would have decided that yeah. the sun looked yeah. like an orange? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You see, oh, you're getting <laughs> technical. Yeah. Really? That's it. Okay. And did you know that yeah. before there were oranges, oranges are genetically made. They're not real, real. What? Yeah, so I think it was something like the lime was first, the lemon was first, and then like oranges are a genetic subgroup of, of them. Something like so, that. Or grape what, so someone, what, so someone genetically modified oranges? Yes. Yeah. How though? 
But most fruit, most fruit over time has been genetically modified. So that's like I an just... iceberg lettuce isn't real. What? What? Yes. So things like the romaine lettuce, that's a real lettuce. The iceberg lettuce was made, like man-made almost, by people, genes being put together to create this version of a lettuce. I've always been puzzled by those type of things. You know, it's you know it's one of those things that you, like I want to get more into, but I keep forgetting about it. But then when I hear about it, I'm like, oh, I need to research that more. Yeah. Because I've yeah, always thought to myself, why couldn't I do that with plants? You can. I could, That's right? Why you can? That's why, like the Eden Project, I think it's in Cornwall, and um, Kew Gardens. And like in Australia, the big garden place, they all have big centres there where that's what they do. They look at species of plant that's dying and figure out how they can adapt it to make it survive and change and all that stuff. This is very technical. Wow. It's like wow. evolution. Wow, wow, wow. Evolution, wow, that's a... we're all constantly changing. Why have, why have me and you, hang on, why have me and you <laughs> never had this conversation before? Because you never asked me questions like this before. You just take the bick out of me. Sorry, you're can I sister. swear on this? Oh, she can. You're my sister. Oh, okay. so. Yeah, you just take the piss out of me normally. So, and you're not very But that's close. what brothers... So but that's what brothers... We don't you know, have these conversations. But I'm not doing it on purpose. It's like a big brother. I see you as a little sister. And I see you like that, that, you know, that little clumsy little sister as well. So, yeah. I try to like... If, if you were... You, you lived in my house, me and you, you would find sharang wrap on the toilet you'll be pissed off all the time you you probably come in i'll probably throw water on you when you sleep i'll probably do bear shit to you through it yeah that, that's not very kind yeah but you know what though at least you're ready <laughs> 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 at least you'll be ready okay okay um oh next one um if apple made a car would it have windows oh that's a question no, I don't it's... think it would. It would have a screen because technically, you know, Windows is an Apple. Uh-huh. Okay. So they would get around that whole, oh, who's a window in an Apple? But I think they would have a screen, like a camera that projected the vision of what you see outside into the, the car. Great answer. Great answer. Now, this is the final icebreaker question. I want you to... So whatever comes to your whatever comes to your mind, you say it straight oh, away. Oh, yeah? Okay. yeah. If I came in front of you and I stank, how would you tell me that I stink? Okay. Um. Um. Are you feeling okay? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um. You might need freshen up a little bit. <laughs> diplomatically you can't just tell her say you stink yes. because people might get offended I know no that's a great answer I, I, I did that one because I heard it the other day I think T-Pain T-Pain said it on his podcast I give the, I give the credit to T-Pain on that one he had it on his podcast and I, I, I thought I have to bring that to mind I don't care I'm stealing it I stole it how would you tell someone they stink <sighs> I would I'm very conscious of people's feelings I think I feel I think I can feel people. Like I'm one of the people where I carry. Yeah. I think I carry a lot of um, emotions. Empathy. So I can feel. No, I, I no. I can feel people's. And I, I shouldn't say energy. I can feel people's energy. So if I'm around a, a, a group of people that are down, I they drain my energy from me, and yeah. I don't. I can't really be around them for too long. So that person, I know either something's going on with them, or, or I will. Make yeah, or I will kind of pull them to the side and say to them, "Ah, oh, mate, like, yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah, you smell like this. Yeah, yeah, you smell like this, and then I will tell them to go and um, that thing. Because my friends, I've told my friends before. I don't think I have any shame. If you're my good friend, I will tell you out straight. That's I won't it. be, I won't, yeah, I won't be rude about it because I don't want people to think that you smell like that. I, I will be like, no, no, I, I need to protect you from that. You know what I mean? I think it definitely depends, yeah, on how your relationship with the person. Like, if it's my brother, I'm going to say to him, you smell, you smell, shut up. Yeah. But if it's one of my girls, I might say a bit more diplomatically. 
because you know for a man i've been i've been in situations where i've seen oh my gosh this is bad i've seen like i've seen like nips nip is it nip slips nip, nip, nip. yeah nip slips and i've had to yeah. like go and they're like what and they're like yeah, oh. but, yeah, yeah. but that's like when guys fly low you have to say <laughs> no but girls don't normally tell boys that oh i do because it's, it's, it's like embarrassment, yeah. I wouldn't like if I was flying, but I'd like someone to tell me. Yeah, but I don't really mind it. I, 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 I just zip it up in front of the pub. Oh, thanks very much, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's because imagine if you, you were going commando. I used to do that. Anyway, different story. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Too much information. Um, no, but that was my either. That was in my young days. Um, <laughs> okay, so get into the serious questions now yeah um who should you be more loyal to your husband slash boyfriend put in both categories your family or your best friend i think it's very dependent on situation okay so just this categorize a situation in your head for yourself but then just be honest with yourself who 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 should you be more loyal to you, you should anyway. you should be more loyal to your your husband. Why would you say in that? Theory, in theory, because that's the person that you vow to spend the rest of your life with. That's the person that you've kind of you should have that bond with. Mm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Then, and to be honest, your family, although you love them, they're your family, but they can still do you wrong. Just because they're blood, don't mean that you know. Yeah, I hear that. No, 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 you're... And go on, go I on. think you're, like, with your friends, you grow, you mature, your friendships change, your ideas of friendship change. So I think, I know, like, back in the day, we'd always have that best friend. I know we've had conversations about this, like, your best friend might not be your best friend, but also your relationships with your friends change over time. And your expectations and that kind of thing and I think your husband should kind of be your best friend if, if that's your partner who you're going to spend your life with that's the plan that's why you get married yeah then that should be your kind of feel that should be who you put kind All of above everyone yeah yeah unless you have children then I think this um, we're kind of going off track but I think like in terms for me in terms yeah. of who do you who do you put first? You put your children, then you put your husband. Okay. See now, weighing on this, I can weigh in. Um, oh. Children are. I've always seen that children are a bonus. My yeah. best friend will always be V because we do nutty things together. Like you see how nutty we are. You hear us. Yeah. We're both crazy, and I think I bring the crazy out of her. Yeah. So it's like me bringing the crazy out of her. I think she moulds more and more into my best friend every day because... Yeah, but that's how it should be. Yeah, that's how it should be. Best friends, I believe they hurt you too much. I I believe that they don't really... I I really believe that they don't really... They're not loyal to you like how you think you're loyal to them. Yeah. And then family, let's just not even go there. You can't even trust half. You can't even trust half of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Half yeah. the time, because they they use you and abuse you, and they believe that you should be there because you're family, and that's, that's the it. part they take it for granted. Yeah, that's the part that hurts the most. And I, I said to myself always that I would always try and be better than my family because I know that I, my wife will be my best friend without anybody telling me, that, without telling me anything. You know what I mean? It's it, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's up yeah. and down. It's up and down. It's up and down. But yeah. Your, your, um, yeah, your, your answer to my question was great. I'm just waffling. I'm just waffling. Okay. Okay. Um, hang on. So the next question I had for you, actually, I didn't have a new one, actually. Actually. Um, what does, hang on. Okay. What is the role of a woman and a man in relationship now do you think in this modern era in 2022 um you can't talk about 
we can't talk about our granddad's and nan's ages because it was it was predominantly the the yeah. the life them two were completely different to us because it was harder for women to get work back then and the men had to kind of work so the women kind of had to be at home but what do you think the the rules what do i think the, it is or what do i think it should be no what do you think it is now like do you think it's changed do you think it's changed too oh, much massively massively so i think now? women have and don't get me wrong i think yes they have every right to be because but women are very much we can do it for ourselves we don't need no man that whole mentality which i get i massively get and i think yeah you're every, every woman is entitled to feel like they are the sole provider they can do it they don't need no one we're taught to be independent with can we um yeah it's better though Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, we have, sorry, people, we're having technical difficulties here, mate. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Um, yeah, um, so the question I asked you was the the, the relationship, uh, the roles of a woman and a man in 2022. So, yes. Yeah, women feel like they don't need anyone. And don't get me wrong, I feel like, yeah, if that's what women want to believe and they want to strive for and this independent life, then yeah, all for it. But personally, I feel like we've gone too far to some degree. Don't Who's get me wrong. Gone too far? Society. Society in general, I think. I was always brought up, my mum's quite old fashioned. My mum was always very much like, you need to do this for your husband and your brothers and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, growing up, I was always very much against it. Yeah. Like, I think my brothers should learn to cook and clean and do everything I should have to do. Oh, 100%. I believe that too. But I do get that maternal role of a woman and that wanting to take care of your partner, take care of your home. Like, very much so. So do you So do you think... See, I'm, I'm, see, I'm going off the questions now. So do you think that modern society has ruined it for the traditional woman that wants to get married and have babies and live that life and take care of her husband and the man reciprocate that and look after his wife. Do you think modern day society has ruined that? I think, it, well, I didn't say ruined it, I think it skewed it massively. Mm. Uh, because there are still people out there that want to do that and are happy to have that kind of setup. But I think we are taught that to a degree that that's not what it should be very much nowadays and when you listen to music and social media and everything's about women empowerment and how you don't need a man when I don't know to a degree we do okay then can I ask you a question yeah would you want to okay so kind of I'm going to trick you here but okay. I want you to answer it as well as possible you can answer it. Just answer it truthfully to yourself. Don't yeah. pay out to the camera. What, the camera. Don't pay out to the camera. If your husband was rich enough to look after you yeah. and he said to you, I want to be, I want you to be, no, um, you said to him, oh, I want to be a stay-at-home housewife. Yeah. Do you think you would say that to him? Yeah. Okay, you would. Okay. So, <laughs> so you had children. Yeah. You had daughters. Yeah. And because you've been to school, you're educated, right? You've been to school, you're educated, you've been to university, right? Yeah. So then your daughter, 16, 17, came to you and said to you, I want to be a housewife. Yeah. What would you say to her? I'd tell her that's okay. But for personally, I feel like. So this is where it's contradictory. I yeah. feel like there's nothing wrong with being a housewife, but I feel like you need to be able to have something to fall back on. Does she I need to? Does she need to have something? She wants to be a housewife. Does she really need anything? It depends. It depends on who she's planning on marrying. It depends on who she's planning on being with. Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainties in life. 
and I kind of look at it as like when I was growing up my dad would say to my brother my brothers weren't allowed to go to college straight from secondary school my dad told them they had to go get a trade once you got a trade go to uni go to college but you need to have something to fall back on Wow, my granddad. Thing, my granddad would have told me, if my granddad was here, I think my granddad, most of the boys in my family would have a trade as well, apart yeah. as well as their education. Yeah, I think we because all would have. That's it, and I, I think I don't know if because I am able to kind of look after myself financially, I, I don't take it as a. I don't take it for granted almost. I've worked hard for what I've got, but also I'm aware that this isn't kind of, I would love to stay at home, look after children, do all that kind of stuff. But I know that I've put work in to get where I am. And I know if anything happened, I'd always got something to fall back on. Does that make sense? No, no, it does. No, I, um, I, I, cause I, the reason why, the reason why I trick you guys by saying that question is because I've heard a lot of people say to me, oh, they want to be a housewife or whatever. But then when I ask them the question is, would their daughter, would you want your daughter to be one? They kind of like, they like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. And I thought, yeah, because if your daughter was basically saying to you every day, oh, daddy, I don't want to do what you want me to do like that. I just want to become a housewife like you, mum. You would be like, you would kind of find that bit disheartening because... You want better for them. You want better for them. And it's like... But for me, I I don't think there's anything bad about being a, like I'd love no, that option. There's but a dad, a dad, growing a daughter, yeah, does not want their daughter to be a housewife. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I I would not want my daughter to be a housewife. If she got old enough, and the, I if I see, I don't want her ambition to be a housewife. Yeah. Not when we've made so much strides into yeah. like doing certain things like i'll think i'll be kind of disheartened if i worked so hard for my daughter to say to me she wants to be a housewife i think i'll be like oh that's kind of pissed but me what off what if she'd what if she'd already got say like she'd become a lawyer she'd become a doctor and then decided you know what i just want to stay at home i want to raise my children i want to do that kind of thing. That's, that's fine because her children will probably no, but then I don't know. So I'm but saying knowing that, she's already got that, knowing she's already achieved, mm-hmm. and she will always, she will always have achieved. There's always jobs that you can go back to. There's nothing to say that once you've stopped to have children for say five years and been a housewife that you can't then go back to it. But I just don't. Yeah. I, I just I would want. I'll be honest with you, girls. I, I say it, I say it to me all the yeah. time. Like I said, I don't think you guys should limit yourself because I'm I, I'm a guy I, I know the way guys think and yeah. like guys automatically think okay if I've got a housewife every time I come home dinner and stuff better be cooked but then to women I know it's, it's a disheartening thing when you guys like will say yeah but so what do you think I am just just here to look after you and it's like yeah but you don't work I'm out working and it's like it always it. Gets for both of but us then- you know what I mean? Yeah, but then there's those guys that expect you to still do that, expect you to go to work, yes, work a long yeah. day, come home, cook, clean, and do it. Where well, they come home and sit on their butt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're willing to to let me do that, and you're going to provide for us, then yeah, cool. But don't expect me to do everything. No, there has to be some kind of give and take. But that should be a relationship. A relationship should be give and take. Yeah, like you see me, I cook for you all the time because yeah. I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel that she should have to do things every day by herself. Like if, if I'm tired, then she must be tired too. So, yeah. what gives me the right to then say, oh, she shouldn't? She should do she, it. Yeah, she should. Yeah, she shouldn't have to do it all. I don't, I don't need her to do it all. And I like kind of things my way anyway. So it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it is crazy. I remember growing up, like my mum is very much a typical, oh, you should do, as I said, typical, you should do everything for your husband. And I remember my dad trying to think like Hoover. My mum would go mad because in her eyes, that was him saying that she wasn't, she wasn't doing it properly. 
Whereas he was just trying to help her out. So I think I've evolved in that sense of yeah, we should take we should there are roles that we should take on, especially if we're both working or we're both out here providing. Yeah. Then we can both do things around the house. But yeah, I yeah. think it's definitely a balance. It's definitely kind of give and take. With me, with me that to me I, I say there's there, there is no roles. There is yeah. no role for men and women. There's no oh I take the bin out because you're a man. I hate that. I don't I can't stand yeah. that because yeah. I always say to people like you know, when you get like the like like the women and they say, "Oh, I need fifty million because you would have gone after me." It's like, hang on, but you're still gonna have the same. Like when I when I leave this courtroom, you're still gonna have to do the exact same things when I leave yeah. you. You're gonna have, you're still gonna have to cook. You're still gonna have to do whatever you're doing. And it's like, but you don't want to do it because why? Because you think you're. It's, no, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, for me, uh, it's hard to explain, but it's. I think we're always gonna have. We're gonna have common ground, me and you, because me and you kind of I I do whatever. I know there's gonna be other people yeah. on this podcast who are listening to me and you right now. I think that we're trying a bag of shit. Oh yeah, so we don't agree with it and think yes, women should do this and yeah. And that's always the way. Everyone has their own opinions and their own thoughts. It's true. Okay then. So the next question is: Is relationship status important? Yeah. In what sense do you think? I think it's in sense of security, stability, in terms yeah. of, yeah, you can be, I don't know, the world we live in, things like situationships and all that are quite common. Situationships. Situationships. <laughs> so you're not in a relationship, but you are in a relationship. But on it so basically if there's no label on it you can do what you want it's a cop out yeah it's a complete cop out it's a complete cop out you want the, you want you want the benefits of a relationship without actually saying it I it's really bad <laughs> the way I used to do it was I used to have a relationship for a long time and then what yeah. happened to me was I used to fall into that trap of having a relationship for a long time and then realizing I've given my given too much over to the person. Yeah. Not receiving anything back in the long run. Yeah. And it's only when I think I met V, I think I started to realize what I was doing wrong because I used to have a lot of people that I used to not sleep with, that like have a lot of friends that are women. Yeah. But then eventually I'll be like, I would even get bored or be like, what am I doing? Like, I've wasted all these years with this one person in this in this situation ship. And it's like, yeah. what's the point? Like, what was the this point? This is it. This is it. You and know? I think especially nowadays, the current the way the world currently works, people are so scared of the word we're together. Like people are scared that that's a uh I don't know, almost like a a, a restraint, a bind. But my logic is that if you want to be with someone, you put the work in. No matter yeah, what. Yeah, you, you do. But you've got old common values. Okay, so yeah. are you old school where you would want someone to t- come up to you and talk to you, or are you this new school tender thing? No, you need to come and talk to me. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Because, but then saying that, don't get me wrong. Say that I have, I, I do get quite approached, and I'm, I look at you like, mm. my face yeah. is quite. I, I do have kind of resting bitch face. Let's be honest. Okay. I do. I'm quite miserable looking. Even when I'm happy, you might think I'm pissed because my face is pushed up. But if you get to know me, you just know that that's just where my face is. Like, just, just cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there are times I've been approached by guys and. If I'm not feeling it, if I'm not in the mood, then yeah, no, don't, don't even talk to me. Wow. That's not me being. That's not me being stuck up or thinking I'm nice or nothing like that. That is just typically from having a bad day. I can't yeah. even com- compute anything else. I'm just trying to be here. I'm just trying to keep moving. 
Yeah. It does make sense. It's, it's perfect. It's the perfect answer. What I was, what I was talking to you about. Okay, then. So, what does? I don't know if you ever had this to you. Has everyone ever asked you that you're well spoken before? Oh yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what does that mean to you? Like what? Like, do you have an attitude with that when someone says to you well spoken? Because I have an attitude to it when someone says to me that you're well spoken. Do you so, have an to it? I think so. My obviously, my background, my makeup is my dad. I'm mixed race, so my dad is from Barbados. He's black. My mum's white. She's English. Um, I spent my kind of early years around in Hackney, then I moved to Essex. I'm, yeah. as you know, I'm educated. I've done it all. I've been to uni and all sorts, and I do. I can come across quite. What's the word? I say poncy, like spoken. Yeah, when I need to put it on, mm. I can put on and I can be very well spoken. And for instance, I was in work one day, and I had one a, a member of staff, quite a young member of staff. She was kind of training. Say to mm. me, "Oh, you're very like, like white, aren't you?" I was like, "Pardon." She's like, yeah, yeah, you talk like you're white, don't you? And I was like, no. You see, you you hear me talk professionally. Yeah. And you just assume that that's me, that I'm well-spoken and that that must mean that how I portray myself is yeah. kind of very, as we say, stereotypical, white middle class. So it's well, so, so how can I put so that's how it seemed yeah I'm trying to figure out what it means because I'm trying to figure out um, you know what it is I, I probably need a racist person on here to kind of figure out for it because I want to know what this world so if so, okay, so basically so say you were an African person right yeah and yeah. you spoke your native tongue yeah and you went so he went for an interview yeah the, the next person he interviewed with him was a educated person spoke his native tongue and the whole interview was in their native tongue yeah and then the other person there was two people in there one person said oh i don't think we should hire him and then the person with his native tongue said oh no 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 he's very well spoken yeah. and they were like no he didn't, he didn't speak english he, he didn't speak and then i like, hold on a second but what does that mean then that like, what does well spoken? so if the african guy says oh he is well spoken because he spoke his native tongue fluently with yeah. Yeah. thought in his mind is yeah. he not well spoken do you know what I mean yeah I think it is I think it comes down to things like context I think it comes down to the words you use so yeah. I do use a lot of big words yeah I use words that maybe some people don't know the meaning of yeah. um yeah how you pronounce it so okay. it's not okay. slurring words it's not using slang it's I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. I, I find it. I can. I can be honest with you, and this this sounds nuts because I know you. Me and you are the same. This cut off the same breed. So, but I don't know. Do you mind me talking about your dyslexia? No, go for it. Okay. I tell everybody. So I, I tell everybody. So, so me and Elliot, we're dyslexic. So, what what people need to understand is when we talk, we are like we're more like a computer system. We've been these words that we have are programmed into us. It's like it's been shoved into us because we had to learn the English language. If we didn't learn it, we'd just be talking bubble. It would be like, blah, blah, blah. You understand what I mean? It would just be, yeah. it wouldn't come across straight. So these Are words, you... yeah. So these words we have had to have learned. So everything that we say is more like, like where we are controlled like a computer. Um, yeah. I find that most dyslexic people on the spectrum, you either talk very well or you talk really badly where you have times <laughs> where... No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. You have times where you you are more angry when you talk because you're frustrated that your yeah. mind can't answer a question quick enough yeah. or um, elegant, no, um, elegantly yeah. enough to... Yeah basically talk to someone back now and I've had, a, I've had a lot of experiences where i was a manager 
and me being a dyslexic manager, it never used to affect me when I was talking to somebody or I was getting my point across, I was explaining something or mm -hmm. I was talking to a customer trying to deal with um, like a customer query. Yeah. The only time it used to affect me, I'll be honest with you, is when I was talking to another dyslexic person <laughs> and they were frustrated with me because I was trying to give them like an order or like yeah. something to do and I was trying to change their pattern. And I never understood it when someone had to tell me that person was dyslexic. Because normally I can, I can, I'll be honest with you, you know when I first met you? Yeah. I said, Art Veronica, I said that you were dyslexic without knowing. Yeah. I said it straight away. But I noticed I said, it. You noticed it yourself? Yeah. I noticed some people. But I don't notice you. Did you notice it in me? I think, yeah, to a degree, but not, it wasn't apparent, does that make sense? So, okay. it wasn't kind of, for some people, and I don't know if it's because I'm very vocal in the fact that I can ever do it because I know what you think, I'm stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't process very well. So, you can tell me the same thing ten times, and I won't get it. Yeah. And I have to kind of rephrase that and be like, is this what you asked me to do? And I'll continuously check in because I'm just making sure that is right. But you have to touch something because if you I have to touch it with my hand. I, yeah. I don't know where I got that from. So if you if you tell if you showed me something and I you 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 were describing it, I would then have to do that same thing ten times or if it's a physical something, I will have to touch it to yeah. make it process like a computer and I don't yeah. know why that works for me it's association yeah. so it's like remembering things in like a song so I remember when I went and was had was tested for dyslexia and like the educational psychologist said to me phone numbers you, you recall phone numbers in a pattern yeah and if you hear it out of pattern so like when someone reads back my phone number to me I, can't, I don't know if it's my phone number because they haven't said it in the right pattern. Yeah, I understand that one. I get that one. Yeah. <laughs> I do, because think... my phone number is the same. My phone number has been the same for years. I don't yeah. know nobody's number. I don't know nobody's number. You couldn't tell me. You, could, you couldn't, if I, if I was, let me tell you now, if I, my phone broke, I'm finished. I'm done. <laughs> there, there's no way. My number, fine. If it was anybody else's number and they said to me, or oh, what's your, I'll be like, I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know anybody's number. I don't mean to yeah. tell anyone, that means I wouldn't know anybody's number. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know your name. I'm terrible with names as well. If you tell me yeah. your name first time, don't even think about it. I, I'll call you boss or, <laughs> or Miss Lady or I will have a nickname for you. Yeah, but you know the funniest thing? So I'm a teacher. Parents' names, I do not remember. Yet, I remember all of those children's names. Yeah, because, yeah, but that's repetition though, isn't it? You know them because you programmed it like a computer. You programmed it. Yeah, I've never heard about it like that. Yeah, you programmed it like a computer. It's because you don't see them every day. And I guarantee you probably know those kids better, probably better than their, not better than their parents, but you know them very well. I can oh, guarantee massively. it. Massively. I see, I, they probably love you because... Yeah. I think dyslexic people are very special. And I believe... I heard this I heard this thing and it was like we're we're not dyslexic we are um we're at a different frequency than everyone else it's not the language that we were meant to learn we were we were meant to be on a different language and the reason That's why we can't, yeah the reason why we can't speak the language that of this language is because we weren't meant to speak this language at all it's That's like a, cool. it's like a and this is my, this is my, this is my theory that that's what I'm yeah. saying. I just don't, I just don't understand why. I think we're meant to read an ancient language. That's what I believe. It sounds stupid. It's a bit like my autism um, theory. Yeah. So, have I told you this before? So I feel like autistic people is evolution to a degree. I feel like overstimulation. Yeah. Is causing us. So we're all, we're all kind of on that spectrum somewhere. Yeah. But I feel like we're seeing it's more becoming more and more apparent because this is how the world is adapting. Yeah. From too much stimulation, our bodies can't cope, so we're being hypersensitive, hypersensitive, 
because that's how we're trying to figure it out yeah yeah 100 percent. because we can't have more for people like oh but they never used to be autism kids back in the day they, they did but i think the way the world balances it out yeah. we're seeing as more as a negative so what people see as the new normal that so what people see as the normal you say oh no but that's normal because he's got two arms and two legs yeah that's fine that's fine to us but then you can say why is you saying bolt so fast yeah in like, six years ago you couldn't run the 100 meters in nine seconds do you know what yeah. i mean yeah you say bolt, do it yeah exactly it's evolution but it's 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 but um I can say to you though, the reason why how I noticed you were dyslexic on how quiet and the way you behaved when I saw you. And no, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad thing. But I would say to everybody, yeah. I was saying that when I was like, she's dyslexic, and they was like, Rebecca, Veronica's like, no, 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 she's uni and stuff. I said, no, 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 no. I said she's like me. I said to her, she's like me. She has a superpower. She's hiding me. And Veronica's like, what do you mean? I said to her, you know my theory about people with dyslexia. We have superpowers and we hide it. And yeah. I realized that we're all, all dyslexic people, we're all super, all autistic and dyslexic people, we're all superheroes. Even Down syndrome, we're all superheroes. We're it. born in the wrong time, we're born in the wrong time and the wrong era. Because eventually, <coughs> most of the greatest people on the planet were dyslexic. Yes. Oh, massively. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. There you go. But that's my, my brother's that. My brother's a dyslexic too. I'm going to tell them that theory. They really like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's my theory. It's just my it's my god yeah. it's my god complex. I think that we are meant to speak an ancient language that we have forgotten, and our brain can't comprehend this language that we're speaking now. So I and it's it's true. Um, yeah, we're very like dyslexic people are very creative. Yep. they're very empathetic. Em- em- empathetic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, next question. So we're going to come more on the lighter side. Sorry, people. We're talking about all this lecture there. You have to. You have to. Let's find one for you. Let's find a question for you. This is so unprofessional. Um, if you could go back in time and say, yeah, yeah, you can only have. Um, three questions. You can you can only tell yourself three things. Oh what 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 three things would you say to yourself? What would you tell yourself? When do I can when can I go back to? You can um uh, you go back to when you're you're nine 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 eight seven when you're when you're still naive when you still believe that love is 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 fresh. Um, make the most of every moment. Okay. Because you never know what's going to happen. Um, don't overthink. Yeah. Oh, and be happy. Okay. Can I tell you one thing? Yeah. You know all these things you can do right now. Mm, yeah. All these things right now to help yourself. Yeah, what's that everything you've told me you could do for yourself everything it's your own you just basically solved everything that you want to be now you will tell yourself you'll tell your younger self to do it but then your younger self wouldn't do it because they'll still go through the same problems as you are going through yourself now so you can solve everything that you just did by yourself by just writing them all down and just taking it day by day yeah, but I think as it's hard what? because as you get older, no, but it is, it's true. All right, yeah. so you know, I, I'm, I'm learning new phrases. I, hang on, I'm sometimes anxious, yeah. but you know, I'm sometimes anxious. Mm-hmm. And I think I try, I try my hardest to do this. Mm. Let's not think about things, let's try and live in the moment and all that stuff. But sometimes your your mind and your body don't allow it. And I definitely feel like it's a chemical imbalance in our it's, body. It's your dyslexia. It's your, it's your dyslexia. Your dyslexia. You, okay. Do you feel... Okay. Oh, my gosh. You know, you know how many times Veronica has... T- my missus has told me to talk to you. And I yeah. tell her... 
I can't, I can't, I can't. She's like, why? Why can't you talk to her? I say, because my energy and your energy are we are on the exact same frequency. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We will drain each other out. We will drain. I'm telling you now, the next day you'll probably wake up and you'll be like, I'm knackered, or like, you wouldn't understand why. But your but your mind yeah. will be refreshed. Well, see, but we need to do this. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to, you, you'd be able to function, but you, it's, okay. You see, for you, for instance, right? You, okay, you, you, you need to say no, and you need to step back from certain situations that you think that you like, yeah, but you don't actually like it. You're just dealing, you're just, you're putting yeah. up with yeah. You're putting up with it basically, and you shouldn't have to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're putting yeah. up with the way that you're doing. And I you see me, you you see me sometimes. I I come home and I'm I'm smiling and stuff because I've got my, my daughter and my, my wife here. But I'm not always happy. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. when I'm here you're not happy, I think how we had the same day. That makes no sense. You're all the way over there, I'm all the way over here, but we've had the the identically the same day but no one ever asks us why is that happening what yeah. happened and if we try to tell them it's a long process and then we don't have enough time in the day to yeah. even tell you everything that's going on because people really energy. don't care yeah. this is it people, yeah. people, that, people don't really care how you feel yeah until service. until something happens and then they're like oh I never knew they were like that. Well, you did. Because they were telling you for the longest time and you just didn't want to hear it because everyone's got shit to deal with. 100%. You know? Yeah. And I do. This is why I do love you because she listens to my ranting. (laughs) Yeah. More than anybody. I think she is right. Right. But, But you have to remember though, out of everybody, I'm V's therapist and she is my... Do you understand? Yeah, so yeah. certain things, don't get me wrong, V never tells me anything confidential about the two of you. But yeah. I know, I know if you're on the phone, I will always, I will ask you, I always ask, how's Elbert today? How's yeah. Elbert? How's Elbert? And she will go, oh, she's fine. I'm like, have you called her today? I'll, I'll call her now. And then I'll be like, okay. So the little prayer processions that I give V, I know she puts the same, same strength into you you understand and it, it's hard though because I wish sometimes that you had that Somebody that person to talk to you oh massively and they would listen to you and just take or take not even take it on just be able to tell you the right things to do because sometimes all it is is no you know all you have to do is say no and try and find your you need to find your outlet yeah. that's what you basically need to do you need to find your outlet but sometimes so, I mean, it's just having someone to listen and actually, listen, there's a difference between... Active listening and listening. Yeah. Listening for the sake of it and listening because you actually want to hear what's going on. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm the battle I have a lot of the time. People are like, yeah, they listen, but they're not actually listening. Yeah. I would, I would, I would talk to you, but yeah. I try to do the thing where because I'm married, I try not to, no not way, talk no. to my wife's friends, but I try not to give, I try to not give them that space because I've always learned that you're not meant to, it, it sounds, I know it's from movies, but I've always, oh, you can't There's be a line. Yes, okay, yeah. I will, yeah. I, I won't cross that line. Yeah, because now I'm married, yeah, now I'm married now, I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to cross that line. I don't try to sit in the same rooms as females now. I'm, I'm like, no, I get up and go. Do you know what I mean? I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's, it's not, it's not anybody's, pro- it's not anybody's fault. But no. I know the way how I am with people yeah. and people, not, not, not in a, an attraction way, but I know people tend to, same way with you, people tend to fall on you, don't they? Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's that, we, Mm-hmm. You have it as well. It's that you want to you want to fix people. Yeah. You want to help people, not fix them. You want to help people, even if it's at the cost of yourself. Yeah, and that's You're why my con- my slogan is "I cure people, nobody cures me." Yeah. 
That's my slogan. I say that. I, I cure people. Nobody kills me. I'm trying, I'm trying this new one where I'm trying to think about it as I can't pour into someone else's cup if my cup is half full. Yes. So yes. I need to fill my cup up before I try. Before Everybody I else's cup. Listen yeah. to, um, you know who's good? You know who's really good? Hey. Um, Jim, Pat- Jim Peterson. He's good. Okay. Uh, Akala. He's very good. I love Akala. Akala is very good. And another one is really weird. It's Bruce Lee. Oh, really? Bruce is brilliant. Okay. He is so... I think you need to try karate or something. I did Kung Fu for a long time. I, I think you need to go back to It was very good. It was very good for me. I, I think but you I need to do it. I think it you need to do it. when I started, yeah, teaching. So. I it's think time. you need to try. It's time. You know, you know me and my business. I know, I know, but I think you need time to... Work. I think you're so... I think you're, you're so, like, trying to do other things where you're not... Find you need to help passion. yourself. Yeah, you need to help yourself first. You need to help yourself. Yeah. But I know, I know, mm. I know, like, for me, things like painting, I know I don't do any of that recently, whereas before I would always paint, I'd sew, I'd have those creative outlets, whereas yeah. I'm definitely lacking that. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I would say to people, look, me me and Els, we're not professionals. We're only telling you what we know as people. So, for me, for instance, like, you say you want to paint, I want to write. I, I want to write a book yeah. so deeply. But I feel sometimes I don't have the time neither. I get swamped with video games and that's probably bad. I'm trying to learn to drive now. I'm trying to do these other things. I get swamped. And the book is just going to get pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. I need to devote like, what, half an hour or something a day just to do this. And I think okay. I'll get it. And same thing like, we, we wake mm-hmm. up half an hour earlier. This is what someone said to me. If you wake up half an hour earlier yep. and put aside that half an hour, yeah. Think of how much happier you'll be just for half an hour. Yeah, I will get. I'll probably. You know what? That's a good one. I will try to do that. People ask the motto of the day: wake up half an hour earlier and get your shit done. Yeah, but do things that that make you you. Not don't wake up half an hour earlier to put the washing on. No, have that time and you time and finding your passion, finding that little bit of you. It might be meditation. It might be painting, it might be drawing, it might be writing. Journaling is supposed to be amazing. But again, my dyslexic brain doesn't like me doing that stuff, so I pay. I, I, I bought all these manga here. You see them when you come to the house. I've not read any of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I buy them. Oh, I them. Audiobooks are my... Oh, yeah, you know me and audiobooks. You know me. You know me. journey to work. You're lucky, though. I don't... I don't get to do that anymore, you know. I don't have that. I don't work nights or anything no more, so I don't have that. I put them thing, on and walk around the house. I, I, I do it as well. I, I do it, but I don't. I, I do so much here. I don't know. I don't have, really have a lot to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see. I have this habit where I listen to them as I go to sleep. Yeah, I. I oh, yeah. I, I, I listen to. What's your favourite ones, actually? Yeah, go on, give me give me some, actually. Yeah, what's your favourite well, ones? Bedtime, let's see, there's different ones. They have different ones for different times of the day. Bedtime? Yep, go on, yeah, bedtime ones. It has to be a Stephen Fry. Which, oh, oh what Stephen Fry so, ones? Yeah. I've uh, Harry Potter, because I just love Stephen Fry's voice. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. Is a good one. Um, yeah. Or even, like, I love Carl Pilkington. Oh, I love Carl Pilkington. Yeah, he's my favourite. Carl Pilkington. I don't. I could. Me and my friend, based. Okay, so I'm. I'm more like deaf comedy jamish, like Martin Lawrence. And my friend, I don't. You think I don't think you ever met him? My friend Joel. He is, uh, like Ricky Gervais. Yeah. And you put both of us together, and it's a combination of dreams. Because we both act like them, he laughs like like Ricky, and oh, I laugh like it. him, and it is mad. If you ever saw us together, we are crazies. We're fools. It's yeah. ridiculous. And I play with him on PlayStation most nights. I mean, we just have banter. Like, we, we troll people. It's it is amazing. Oh, and Carl Pilkington, I think he's a godsend. I don't know why. The, I'm so glad that Ricky gave him to us. Yeah, me too. 
I, I, tapped I, into that bit of like stupidness. Yes. But that's quite dry. I love it. Yeah. But then, see, but then I also have the side of me, like driving to work, I like a bit of a crime thing. And I've discovered these new podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's like watching a crime documentary. Okay, on what? So it's solving a murder on Audible. I don't have Audible no more. Uh, I'll get rid of it. You can log into mine. Um, <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah, so it's my new thing. I listen to these crimes of how they solve this murder. So, so a bit of I need because I've got I've got your number now. I need to send you some podcasts there because um, I've got a whole list of those. I've got um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe I've forgotten. The day, there's something to live in, oh, to live and die in LA. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, that is on Spotify. If you haven't got Spotify, you can log into mine. I'll give you that. Yeah. And you can get that. It solves, they solve murders. They, they go out of their own time. And there's a guy called Payne Lindsay. He does um, Up and Vanished. He's got three seasons of that. He solves um, the murders of 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 of, of uh, Tara Grinstead. Um, yeah. That was a brilliant one. Like he literally just 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 by interviewing people, he solves the murders. Like and it's like and he's, the two people are in jail. I think I've told you about this already. But two people are actually in jail for this right now, and it's 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 amazing. Payne yeah. Lindsay. People ask you. People ask me like not people ask me. They ask me on Twitter like. How did you like? Why did you get into podcasts? And I always say, Pen Lindsay. I would love to meet him. I would love okay. to meet Pen Lindsay. But he does Up and Vanished. Yeah. He does. I can't remember. I have to tell you off offline. But he yeah. does beautiful podcasts and his voice. His voice. See, that's love- it. It's a voice for me. Voices are yeah. definitely a thing. I would listen to a, like a sample of a podcast, and if I don't like the voice, I don't listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can, I can, I'm, I can be, I'm, I'm kind of selfish. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I don't really like women audible books. Ah. Is that bad? But then, did you know some books are recorded both in the male and the female? Yeah, I don't. I, I think there's one guy called Alan, Alan something, and he did all the, um, he did all the Star Wars ones, and uh, that's the Star Wars. Yeah, he did all the Star Wars ones, and I think he's done all the Alien one. Oh, he's, he's a brilliant voice. Brilliant voice. Sounds really bad. I'm, I haven't heard a woman yet that I've sat down and been like, oh, her voice is really good. I don't know what it is with some of the men. I don't know what it is. That it's like more action-y. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's no, just me. I just like... I think my best is Stephen Fry. He can put me to sleep. He's got that monotone, mellow, deep... Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to the Harry Potter ones. How are you finding them? Oh, I that moved my heart. I've been listening to them for years. But it's are you one serious? of those. Yeah, because so especially if I can't sleep, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes I wake up in the night anxious, um, or I just wake up and can't sleep. I put them on, and because I know the stories, but simply because his voice, it's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's his voice that puts me in that sleepy. Oh, what, 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 what? He's on a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Who, Stephen Fry? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, has he done Sherlock Holmes? Have I done Sherlock Holmes? No, has he done Sherlock Holmes? I don't think so. Because I'm a Sherlock fan. I'm a, a, a full-blown so. geek. I'm a full-blown geek. He's done some kind of, like, all, like his own audiobooks. They're not as, they're not as thrilling for me. Mm. But, yeah, I just... You know, I can just listen to them all the time, over and over again. Even at random, like I've got all the books on my phone, and I just will put on random shuffle. So I hear chapter one of this book, and chapter six of another book, and chapter fifteen of a different book. Oh well, I, I want you to listen to um, "We're Alive." Like that was Zombie Apocalypse. That was one of my very first ones I ever got into. Like that was oh, brilliant. Okay. Like Is "We're Alive." That, it, no, it's it's acted very well. It's acted okay. very well. It's like got a whole because that's what you know. The funny thing when I originally got into podcasts and see when I write my book, yeah, I think I know enough of you now to get all of you to play different characters in oh, my. In, in, I want to I want to write an audio drama and yeah. I want all of us to be in it. 
Yeah. I want all of us to act out. And I want I want it to I want it to be weekly. I don't even want to write it on the cuff. I just want to write one chapter. We that love we, it. Yeah, you know, we do it, and then we all get together and we all sit down and think what should happen next. And then we write, and then we we basically do like a a service to people when they vote and what part of what the story they want next. next. Like yes. the old-fashioned goosebumps, you decide yes, the exactly. ending. <laughs> yeah, love it. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to bring back. But I'm like, how do I find the time? And you see my dyslexia, it blocks it sometimes because I'm like... Oh, the writing it even properly sometimes annoys me and I'm like, shit. Like, do you use dictaphone? I've heard someone say that to me before. I've heard someone say to me, I should use a dictaphone. I should. I should. I should probably get one. I, I, I I've know got what, one I'll, if you want one. I'll have to buy it. Yeah, I'll put it. I was going to say, I'll put it in my Amazon account. I was about to say, but yeah, if you've got one, I'll borrow it from you and then I will just I try to. I've got yeah. loads of stories, you know. I have a, I've, when, when, you, when you have time, I can tell you a story and you'll be like, what? You made that? And I'll be like, yeah, you'd be like, it sounds like a movie. I'm like, no. Okay, um, let's get back to this. Oh my God, we're so oh, sidetracked. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, we're so sidetracked. <laughs> People, that's audiobooks for you, man. What? Wow, wow, we named a couple for you. Um, what would you want to be remembered for? Um, my heart. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's that's I've not heard anyone say that for to say that before. Okay, so the next question is simple. I want you to answer it as plainly as simple and the first thing that comes to your head, but just don't be rude and don't be racist. Okay? Okay, okay. What is your most racist experience? Okay, so this is... Exactly, yeah, you have to pick No, I haven't got to think of it. I'm just trying to think of the best way to put it. So, my... Part of my mother's family um, okay. don't. Well, I wouldn't say they don't agree with us, but they they didn't they didn't agree with my dad. And kind of growing up, when they did, they're in mm. their sixties now. Well, my mum's in their sixties now, and so they went for a lot of kind of. There was a lot of what's the word? Negativity when they got together. Okay. Yeah. So even in terms of my mum's family, up until. Hello? Can you hear me, Obe? How did it cut now? 46 minutes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah, so... They had loads of people that just kind of didn't agree with them being in a relationship, being together. Um, even down to kind of family. There was my granddad died a few years ago, and there were still people that didn't know we were we exist or that my mum ever got married. And yeah. They were never told. And even down to one of my cousin's weddings. Yeah. We're not in any of their wedding pictures. No way. Yeah, because we're black. That makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really kind of favour too much with that side, but there's my mum's family, so she tries to keep on side, but yeah. I've always heard that racism, I've always heard from people that racism doesn't exist anyway. When you live in England, they say it to you anyway, but... We all know deep down it does, just by like association and like when, like when we are at work or oh, like you're well spoken, stuff like that. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, it's just crazy. I don't understand how people can still be racist. It, it doesn't really make any sense. But can you change the world? No. No, no, no. So, last question for you, Elbert, and this is a tricky one as well. Um, Malcolm X, every person that has tried to bring the world together has either probably been 
sorry to say, has been assassinated or murdered on just just some technicality of them trying to bring the world together. Yeah. But if you could bring the world together, what do you think you would do? A lot of people can't answer it because they don't have the answer to the question. But what would you try and do? Like, what would like, what would your goal be for them, for people? What to like, live in harmony? Yeah. Oh, I don't really. It's, that's that is a hard one because yeah, what's because right for one person isn't going to be right for another. Yeah. Especially when you think of like all. Is it all wars were, were built on religion or culture or like there's yeah. always kind of a, a an aspect of it that people won't agree on that people will think they're better than someone else. Look with the war, even though the war is happening and the people being bombed and stuff, racism is still apparent. Yeah, they're stopping weird. black people from getting on buses and trains and stuff because they think they're lower than them. Like still, these things still happen, no matter what's going on in the world. It's weird, right? It's crazy. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I would like to say thank you, though. I can't believe I've never done a podcast with you before. Any definitely, time. definitely have to try and get you back on here now. Definitely, because good conversation. Yeah, me, I like to talk. <laughs> That's good, because if you like to talk, then. Boy, I'll like, I'll definitely like to have you back on. You know what I mean? Yeah, anytime. Cool, cool. Okay, people, I have been your boy Teddy Hoggle. Um, sorry for the audio. It's, I think it's my fault. I think every time I came off and I had it on the, every time I had it on another screen, I kept leaving it on because I was talking to you and I looked down and I'm like, oh my gosh, I left it on the screen for too long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People, this has been Elbert. I have been your boy Teddy Hoggle. Like, subscribe, and all that other jazz. Later, dudes. Thanks, Els. Bye.